0: NBA Most Valuable Player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Back jumper. Got Got it. it! Giannis Antetokounmpo.
2: Hello and welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I am here as always with the downright scientific Rohan Kadi. I am Ty Windish, in case you were wondering. Today's episode is brought to you by Indeed and our friends at betonline.ag. Indeed, we're also good friends, of course, with Indeed. And by Greg Olson's (laughs) tremendous football podcast, TE1. I'm just going to power through it and fix it in post. The people listening will wonder what I'm talking about. Don't even worry about it, Rohan. How's it going?
1: You know, I'm doing well. Solid intro right off the bat. Uh, you know, I'm I'm doing okay. What I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. When you said downright uh, scientific, I thought you were just gonna throw me a loop and see if like I'm paying attention to these and say just I'm dumb.
2: <laughs> so you thought I was just gonna call you dumb and yeah, and I was just like oh, no. he's, he's trying to keep me on my toes here. First, I would never. You don't need a test, Rohan. I know you would ace it. Second, like you, you always react to the the adjective, which is a bummer. Because now, like, I'm really on the spot. Like, I, I I know I can't, I can't phone it in. I know I can't phone it in, which is good. It's become a
1: thing. It's become like sort of a cold open for us.
2: It has. It, it truly has. And my favorite part is, and I, I have never, I will never plan it. I don't even think you know, today. I almost forgot like the tagline of the podcast. I truly did. I I do so little prep for the intro itself, just because. That's how I get the best adjectives, but um, speaking of prep, doesn't really make sense. Not a great segue, but in their preparation for the upcoming offseason, I guess, um, the Milwaukee Bucks, of course, there was a highly publicized meeting between Mark Lazarie and Giannis and Associates. I think we now got some reporting. His brother, I think, Tanassis was there and his agent, whatever, um, but That meeting happened. A lot was discussed. Mike Budenholzer is safe. This is something we talked about last episode, but we need to update something else we talked about last episode. The Two big themes were Mike Budenholzer is safe. Oh, my goodness. What do we do? We don't really have an answer for you folks yet, but when we find out, we'll let you know. But the second theme was Chris Paul seems like a thing. There was some reporting at the time. However, the Athletics Eric Name Reported today, as we record, uh, Monday. No, Wednesday, September sixteenth. Pretty close, Ty. Um, You're pulling the, me. I never know what day of the week it is. That is true. That is true. I'm just trying to blend in on the podcast. Um, Eric, name of the Athletic, reports of the Bucks pursuing Chris Paul. Quote: Sources with knowledge of ownership's thinking said it is highly unlikely. The cost of bringing him aboard, Paul is owed $41.3 million next season and has a player option worth $44.2 million in the 21-22 campaign and the potential difficulty of bringing Paul onto a roster already led by a strong personality in Atetokounmpo seems to limit the chances of the Bucks moving to pair the two All-Stars. Okay, so there's a lot to dissect here. Yeah, there is. So uh, we, could,
1: we can start with sort of, you had a tweet about this that's kind of blowing up a little bit.
2: Low key, low key. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean?
1: It's no big deal. The way that, hey, give yourself some clout, man. Uh, uh. The way that it's phrased. Uh. So like, like you said in your tweet, it's, it's phrased in the sense that they're not talking about actual like assets to give in terms of a Chris Paul trade, right? Correct. They're talking dollars. Which is just it's we're gonna we'll get into this a little bit when we talk about the meeting itself. But just when you're an ownership group that talks about, oh we're gonna we're gonna pay the tax for sure. We're definitely gonna pay the tax. And now you're worrying about dollars and cents. And that's not even talking about the actual human business side of what the Milwaukee Bucks are doing.
2: Mm. Yeah, um, furloughs and layoffs happening here and there throughout the Bucks organization. Long-term, a few months long furloughs, and people people really don't like when I point that out. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't think it for sure means anything about the basketball outside of the org. I'm not saying X means Y definitively, but I I think it's same something company. to think about, huh? It's the same company. Yeah, it, it's the same company. It's the same company, and I just think like. People are getting. I don't know if people misinterpreted what I meant when I partially reported, partially commented on that earlier this week or last week, whenever that was. Time is a construct. It's artificial. It's not. It's not a linear way
1: of humans perceiving the fourth dimension.
2: Exactly. So exactly what Rohan said. Whatever that was. Um, (laughs) But I think I said like it's tough, and I think people thought I meant terms of like it's tough to see. Like I was talking about a relationship between the two things. No, I just literally meant it's hard to see like people getting furloughed, people getting let go from their positions. At the same time, the reports are out about spending more on the team. I, I didn't. I didn't mean that one. I. I, I don't know. I don't know. I. I'm, I said what I said. I you're think it not,
1: is. You're not trying to say that they're cutting jobs to pay the luxury tax. You're just saying no. the situation itself is sad.
2: Yeah, it sucks. I mean, it sucks. Like, people people are out of work temporarily or, in some cases, yes. you know, going Permanent. forward until yeah. they find a new job. So mm-hmm. um, Human yeah. people with lives. Yeah, with, with a, lot, a lot more usually at stake than these NBA players that we usually talk about. But, um, yeah, but I, and I stand by all that, of course. And, and I think it sounds like Rohan does, too, which I would of expect course. from Rohan. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... Now we have this cost thing that, I mean, I, I talked about it. You just mentioned it. It's, and I had some people jump on me pointing this out, not jump on me, but sort of jump on the thing and say like, this is bad reporting. Like why, like, why would you phrase it that way? Referring to Eric name, writing this. And I I haven't talked to Eric about this. I have no idea. Um, I, he didn't weigh in to correct me. I, I, he might have just not seen my tweet. Whatever, doesn't matter. But I, I didn't have a conversation with him about this. But I know Eric. I very much know his work. I'm, I'm very familiar with it. His work is tremendous. And everything I would is think,
1: usually meant to convey what it yes. means.
2: <laughs> I I don't think he accidentally or mistakenly said what he said in this particular paragraph. I don't think eric name is is a careless reporter or writer i don't think i certainly don't think he's like dumb i think he's very very smart and very intentional that said i don't know for sure i didn't go to ask him i i read it the way i read it maybe i'm wrong uh and it sounds we're wrong and a lot of other people who interpreted uh it are wrong as well I, i don't think it's likely that all of us are wrong but i think the cost referring directly to dollars i think that is there for a reason and i think the reason is a big-time bummer.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, we've, we've latched on to really Chris Paul as sort of the, the biggest, you know, uh, available option to, that would really complement Milwaukee, and for good reason. Like, he would be a tremendous fit with this team, uh, especially considering what they would have to give up to get him. It would just, it makes sense, considering both... Um, like both, uh, like this, let's be honest, this is all about CP and Giannis, right? So it's like Chris Paul and Giannis, both, they've just, they would work well together on the court. They have the same drive, same motivation. They complement each other in terms of play style. And also like both of them for their careers, obviously Chris Paul's is a, a much longer career and sort of on the tail end while Giannis is really just getting started. Both of them would only reached the conference finals, you No. Know? So they, they share a common goal and a drive, and it, it's just it makes sense out of every single player that's available. Who knows? There might be other players available that the general population doesn't really know about yet, because that's how the NBA works sometimes. Because you can get pandemic P uh, for uh, trade sometimes, <laughs> uh, just to lose in the second round. Hey, thank by the way, thank you so much, uh, uh, L.A. Clippers, for taking some of the heat off the Bucks. Like.
2: Thank you. Just thank it's, you. It's it's a double-edged sword though because I think now this is yet another thing the Bucks org can point to and say, "Oh, it's it's not a bad process that we lost." Look at the bubble. Look at look at the, look at what's happening in the bubble. The Clippers lost. It's it's the bubble. There's so much randomness. And there is some randomness, but I don't think I don't think it it I don't think the randomness of the bubble is to blame for everything that went wrong with either. Um, championship expected championship contender that lost in the second round. And yeah, that's- <laughs> to your point, I'm sorry. No, go on. Okay. <laughs> to your point about, um, you know, maybe someone else is out there. This situation reminds me greatly of the Bucks acquiring a 2020 first-round pick and two future second-round picks for the rights to sign for the sign and trade of Malcolm Brogdon to send Malcolm Brogdon to Indiana because I remember my reaction right away. Really good player, pretty pretty hefty contract. Now they have assets. Uh, they must see another move coming, either this offseason or at the trade deadline, to make up for this loss. I, I think, despite you know ownership referring to Malcolm Brogdon as a luxury, you know, the Bucks couldn't afford to Which lose. Which is just and, hilarious on They, they face. didn't win. What do you mean a luxury? They needed everything they had and more, clearly, because they, they weren't good enough. But regardless of that... Um that was my assumption though, and that's why I thought the deal was good. I said, Okay, these are parts they can use to make another transaction happen. They can reload on the fly, they're not tied to Brogdon, who is a long term injury risk. Um this is good, and this is good. They're, they have the ammo, and then that offseason came and went, and the Bucks didn't use the stuff, and the trade deadline came and went, and useful veterans as the Bucks saw up close like Jay Crowder, in fairness. I didn't think he was that good at the time, but I I don't work. I'm not a you know a general manager. It's I, I would hope that uh, the team saw I mean, things to, I didn't give, see.
1: Give yourself some credit. He sucked for the
2: last couple of years. Yeah, he did. But which it, a, it pains me didn't. to say this
1: as he's a Marquette guy, but he's just like good for him, obviously. But he culture
2: baby. Yeah. Um, Danilo Gallinari though available. He just wanted an extension, but he was available. He almost traded for him, but he would not. He wanted an extension that he didn't want to give it. Everything fell apart. But imagine Danilo Gallinari as a buck. Gallinari, excuse me. Instead, uh, the superior player, Dragon Bender, to, like, maybe not superior right now, but, like, the superior long-term player, Dragon Bender, is waived before the buyout deadline. So Marvin Williams can be signed for vet minimum. Dragon Bender was the player waived because his contract wasn't guaranteed. DJ Wilson and Sterling Brown would have cost more money to release. So they were retained to do nothing for the rest of the year. Uh, and I I would imagine Sterling Brown leaves this off season either way. Um, so there, there's Detroit, another mission. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there's another example of like, there were a couple different avenues. The team could have gone down and they had all sorts of stated reasons, but, but at the end of the day, the option they picked just so happened to coincide with saving dollars and keeping Bud is also one of these. So Brogdon, uh, trading him and just like holding on to all these picks that, I mean, you don't pay picks anything until you draft a guy, um, cutting Dragon and Bender and, and keeping, you know, guys that everybody knew wasn't going to play in Milwaukee, probably now or later by that point in time, not firing Bud. And again, the Chris Paul trade, I think, what's the number like? If it was the the Bledsoe Urson and um, George Hill oh not George Hill yeah George Hill Bledsoe Urson and George Hill deal I think the Bucks pick up like ten ish million I think it's in, like in nine
1: point some... seven
2: if I remember yeah. correctly so just under so that that gets added to their team salary it's still a legal trade it's close enough because CP does make so much but they they add that to their books which would certainly with all the other moves they need to do to get up to a fifteen man roster would put them. Significantly into the tax. So again, it's like it, one move, first move, uh, the Brogdon thing. I was like, you know what? I see the vision. I see the idea. Moves are stacking up at this point that all have that common denominator of, you know, the bottom line smiles at those moves. It gets wearisome after a while. It gets wearisome that every single move seems to have something to do with a cost saving aspect. And that I didn't even get into. The the human business side stuff that that you brought up earlier and I've been talking about. Not even touching that. Just basketball side stuff. There is like four moves in a row now that just so happened to be financially prudent. I mean,
1: yeah. I, it, like as, Like I mentioned earlier, they say they're willing to pay the tax. Okay, do it. You know? And yeah. we're going to keep talking like this until you do it. Because yeah, uh, this ownership group has given us no evidence that they're willing to be big spenders in order to build a championship roster. So, okay, we're gonna we're gonna assume you're not until you do.
2: Yeah, it's one of those. You it's you you can't just talk about stuff like this. You either do it or you don't do it. And no one's saying go out don't of your way. Don't trust the process. Trust the results. Isn't that what uh, what said? <laughs> it, it sure is. Um, no one is saying like purposefully go into the tax for no reason but you know at some point moves to avoid it that hurt the team yes yeah um and that's what's happened i mean not having brogdon hurt like that's i i think uh um no tech ben put it best that 2021st didn't put up any points in the conference semis can you imagine if they sell like one of those second round picks i um you know, it's we've seen we've seen pixel before. Um, you know what stinks is usually this is where I would transition into some good news. Well, I guess I have a little bit of good news. I mean, we do have some great messages to share here quickly. I mean, but outside of that, good news. Of course, our our beautiful sponsors always have good news for the listeners of the Eurostep. But after the break, we don't even have good news. We have more bummer news. So. Uh, I guess you have that to look forward to, huzzah. But in the meantime, even though sports took a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people and they get them to you fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs. These are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at indeed.com slash podcast. Go right now to indeed.com slash podcast. This is their best offer available anywhere. Terms and conditions do apply. Offer valid through September 30th. So get on it. The wait is over, folks. Football is back. The Packers are one and zero. And even though you might not be at a game this year, you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins, division and championship futures and more all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BlueWire at BetOnline.ag. That's BlueWire, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Rohan, do you even have it in you to, to take more bad news right now? I mean, like, I already
1: know the bad news, and like, I'm a, I'm a, bu- like, I, I follow the bucks, so nothing can hurt me anymore. So true. Let's let's do it.
2: Chris Middleton, a good close friend of the podcast. Not that like.
1: Chris I mean, Middleton, I hop on the pod.
2: Please, please. Oh, that would be. I never got. To like, yeah, it's just I, I, we tried. It's my dream guest, but. We did fail Chris Middleton, Bucks fans ever. And not, actually, no, it's not fan voting. I mean, but I still, I still feel like I let Chris down. Chris Middleton not on the All NBA first team. Giannis Antetokounmpo did make it. We should, I guess, that's good news. Yeah, unanimous first team. One of two
1: unanimous first team voters. Him and LeBron, or vote getters, I should say. He's uh, in. Yeah. It's he's
2: pretty in good. Le- yeah, yeah, it is pretty good, and he's in LeBron company a lot, which is like. Pretty rad for Giannis.
1: He, I think he tied uh, Kareem and uh, Sidney Moncree for most uh, first team appearances in Bucks history.
2: Nice. It's his second. He has four total All NBA teams. Or, wait, first or two total. I, it was one of the two. Might be total. He's got four total. Um, but Giannis was there on first team. Chris was not, which no one expected that. But Luka, James Harden, Giannis, LeBron, Anthony Davis. Chris was not on the 2019 All-NBA second team, which I I thought he had a had a case for it. I wouldn't have been shocked for him to not make it. He didn't. Yes. Chris Paul. I guess former future Buck Chris Paul, <laughs> Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, Pascal Siakam. Yeah, Nicole, I, really? Yeah, we just give it. Just we'll we'll circle back. 2019-20 All-NBA third team. This is, I I thought, and I was told by many, Chris is a lock for there. And and you know what frustrates me? You know what? Let me get through this first. Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook are the guards, neither of which I thought was All-NBA deserving, and the voters didn't either. More on that in a second. Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum, the forwards. Rudy Gobert, the center. You may have noticed, no Chris Middleton. Chris is the leading vote-getter among all players to not make an All-NBA team. He receives 10 second-team votes and 52 third-team votes, 82 total points, which is more total points than either Ben Simmons or Russell Westbrook. But because of the idiotic way the All-NBA teams are set up, those players make it at quote-unquote guard, which, really, Ben Simmons? Really? Uh, Chris does not, at th- okay. forward.
1: Yeah. Okay. First, I don't know why they're doing the whole, like, like, why do they care about, like, why Ben Simmons is, like, the only point guard, you know? Like, he's the only big point guard, apparently. I know, I'm pretty sure LeBron was eligible at point guard this year, but he wasn't going to get there uh, for first team. Like, he wasn't going to make it as a guard. Um, it was just, and it, the worst part is, is that Chris was eligible at guard at shooting guard? Was he really? Yeah. But apparently, he received more of his votes as a forward. I don't think he received any guard votes. Uh, he received like a majority of his votes at forward, so he would be considered a forward. And huh. so that's why he wasn't eligible to take over Westbrook or Simmons as the guard, even though he had more points.
2: That is just, it's just ridiculous. I I believe, according to how I'm reading the total, all the players receiving votes on NBA.com, it looks like only Towns received multiple. He's the only one noted. It says he received one third-team vote at center and one third-team vote at forward. Honestly, I'm I'm stunned LeBron didn't get guard votes. Because if you give... Luka and Harden were clearly the best. I guess, but uh, you can get Kawhi on that first team if you look at Giannis. Yeah. A, I mean, it, it, is it warranted? I don't know. I, I don't care about he that. He missed right a now, lot though. of games. I don't care about that. He didn't, he didn't actually miss that many. I mean, like, comparatively. Yeah, I suppose. I, Luca missed some games, too. Pascal Siakam was worse than Chris Middleton this season. Oh, by far. And he had a good month, and he had a lot of narrative going for him. He, and had, really... he had a
1: good first three weeks of the season, and people declared him
2: better than Giannis. Kawhi's successor, and are the Raptors better without Kawhi? Because this, is, oh, it's just like the voting for these awards. The guy has been... makes
1: himself dizzy every time he gets in the lane.
2: <laughs> Playoff pumpkin. Um, the voting just really disappointed me this year. Andre Drummond got a second team All-NBA vote. Do you think it's the same guy who voted in second
1: team all defense?
2: It has to be. Like what be-
1: Defensive <sighs> Player of the Year, sorry? Second second place for defensive player of the year?
2: I just don't understand the balloting selection procedure. Like why don't we have like, a ballot? I feel like we could make a more reasonable ballot. We absolutely could. I mean Wes Matthews already gotten one second team all defense vote, Probably but that's two. not as egregious. Too. um, that's not as egregious as Andre Drummond second team All NBA. Like, and I'm not, I'm not with the like. There should be tests to determine. Like, like, come on, <laughs> that's weird. I, I don't know how that would work, but I don't. The, the league needs to take a look at this. Like Chris Middleton missing out just stinks. Like everybody who watched Chris Middleton and the league at large, recognized Chris Middleton had one of the best fifteen seasons in the league this year. And it's just ridiculous, both the setup of the award, that they they still have these ridiculous guard-forward distinctions. Like, why not just lump it all? Like, if Jimmy Butler can be both, why is Jimmy Butler not just a guard? Get Russ out of here, who only got 56 points. Chris
1: was eligible at guard, too, but they won't let him in.
2: That's just, I I don't get it. I just, I don't understand this. Like, if you're going to make the positions fluid and still do it like this, then what was even the point? Who knows? It's just... They bungled this really badly. They really did. I know it's...
1: I really don't know what to say. I know a lot of people on Twitter are pointing this out, but this is probably the best chance in his career he had to make an All-NBA
2: team. Yeah, probably. Maybe next year. You get short windows to be that good and and to be on a team that good. And I really feel for the guy. Two-time All-Star, which is great, but the All-NBA... I mean, there's no experience. I, I don't know if it means more to players or not. Maybe not. There's some financial incentives. I mean, Chris is already on the a, a deal. that He's got no incentive. It doesn't matter. It Pascal depends Siakam on the contract. Gets, Pascal Siakam gets a nice little raise because of this. Um, but legacy-wise, I, I think it matters. I think it would be nice to have an indication of how good Chris was this year besides just the numbers, which on their own without applying per 36 – they don't jump out as much. Um, obviously, unfortunately, you know, no championship hardware from this season for Chris. He gets the All Star nod, which is nice. Second time in a row. He deserved All NBA. And that's really, you know, sometimes I'll yell about this stuff. I think Brooke Lopez got like one total vote. You got a third team vote. I was yeah, going to bring which, that up. It's like fine, sure. I mean, I, I think. Which really? Do <laughs> you think it was ridiculous he got the vote or he should have gotten more?
1: he shouldn't he shouldn't have made, gotten a third team all NBA vote Ty.
2: At least it wasn't a second team all NBA vote. That's fair. Yeah, you know, he probably it's that's yeah. I, I don't really have I think the what three best like set, these voters actually, I think Andre Drummond. Is it a joke or something? There's so have we gone over this on the pod, there's a guy who thinks rebounds are defense. Oh god. I, I saw I actually I think briefly interacted with him on Twitter. He's he, he vigorously defends his picks. This was uh, the def all def- defensive player of the year or whatever it was. He's just
1: about like total defensive rebounds, right?
2: Yeah, like there's I think it's just rebound defensive rebounds per game. <laughs> so his ballot was legitimately like, like with some combo of I think Drummond, Hassan there. Whiteside, and like Embiid, which one of the three you know broken clock right twice a day and all that
1: just it's it's wild like you said there there needs to be some sort of vetting i'm it's surprised like, i'd be surprised if this guy had a, uh, had a ballot next year
2: i really hope not man i don't think i don't think, I know I don't they think change you should get one year. i don't think you should get one if your process is like nba.com/rebounding if that's your voting procedure for these awards, I'm sorry, that's not good enough.
1: Like, you know, he probably follows NBA stats on Twitter. And, you know, they tweet out, like, oh, this is the the leader the so far in rebounding. rebounding. He's like,
2: oh, boom, my ballot's done. <laughs> He's waiting for it every week. Who's who's leading my DPOI rankings <laughs> this week?
1: Oh, my God. Probably got based on player impact rating.
2: Oh, Christ. You know, like, does Nikaias have a ballot? Does Nikaias Duncan have a no. ballot? Like, if, if Nikaias doesn't have a ballot and the rebounding god has a ballot, what are we doing? What are we doing with the— oh, And uh, it, Listen, you could say, oh, it's just one year. Who knows how long this guy has been quietly voting for his favorite rebounders? And this isn't—we're not even getting into, like, clearly some regional favoritism in some of these votes. Um, like the, like the
1: Celtics person that declined uh, LeBron as unanimous? Not this year. But. No, like yeah, like uh, uh, what was it, twenty eleven?
2: Yeah, when do they 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 uh, they release everyone's ballots? When does that happen? Has that happened yet? I don't think so. Well, I'm waiting for that day. We might have to reconvene just for that. But um, yeah, Kemba Walker got two votes. Donovan Mitchell got eight votes. I guess sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Brad Beal is the leading vote getter among guards to not make it. And listen, I know you have a Brad Beal thing. People are clowning Brad Beal. I—I mean, I—I I didn't vote for him. I, he was like one of my near misses. Um, I never told Brad Beal the opposite, so uh, Brad Beal, don't get mad at me. I—I I kept it a hundred with you the whole time. Uh, um, unlike but, some people. Yeah, unlike his. We'll—we'll we'll get into that. Um, but just didn't play any defense, and he can, but he just didn't. I, I watched some Wizards game. He didn't care, and I get it. Um, but a tremendous season. 30 points, 6 assists, um, really, really good player, really, really good numbers, a transcendent offensive season. Uh, team was terrible. Not just that. If he really tried on defense every game, they probably win, like, one more game because they were pretty objectively bad. But maybe I maybe I endorse him with a vote, my fake vote. I don't have a ballot. Uh, we should have ballots, but I don't have a ballot. Uh, but just the between the no defense and terrible team and, and everything else, I I just I didn't think so. I didn't think so. But I I'm not gonna be mad at Brad Beale and Brad Beal's wife for campaigning for Brad Beal. They should. Why would they not? Yeah, of course I mean, they're like pro. He, Brad
1: he should Beale. like in a normal sort of race. If he wasn't on a you know absolutely poverty franchise, just he he would be in a. He would probably make an All NBA team. Just the Wizards suck. You know. Yeah, and for me, it's the defense
2: too, because I, I think Brad Beal well, yes, raised a good yes, point. Yes, of course. I'm, Bieler...
1: I'm saying if he if he played the exact same way he does right now, but his team was better, he would probably be in more consideration. He would,
2: he would. More people would would have seen him. But That's, like, that... if
1: you're on this team, you gotta be outstanding. And he he wasn't he wasn't outstanding on both ends of the floor.
2: No, he wasn't. And I do think Brad Beal raises a good point. Basically, after the initial, why why do I feel like maybe it was just like some some ballots came. Some people shared their ballots. I think that's what it was. Uh, Because Brad Beal has already been mad about this once and now he is again. Um, But he pointed out, you know, everybody wants the small market stars and everybody, everyone wants the players to stay, right? Everybody wants the players to stay. Don't do these super teams. Don't join up. Stay with the team who drafts you and don't leave and do it for the fans, blah, 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 which is great. He points out, you know, you say this, media, and then I don't really get maybe proper consideration for this award because I'm on a bad team because I didn't, you know, did this. He negotiated an extension to his contract, specifically making him untradeable this year, to not, like, go be a Laker or a Net or a Clipper or a Buck or whatever. Like, you know, he would have gotten killed if he had done that. But he also probably would have gotten an All NBA nom. So it is—it is kind of funny double standard. I think he has a really good point in pointing that out. But still, yeah, I, I didn't for sure, he can—he so
1: can—he can have Twitter beefs with Zach Lowe uh, <laughs> whenever he wants, which is apparently in fashion. Yeah, it's the new trend. We got—we got, we got uh, J- uh, John Wall, Bradley Beal getting upset at uh, Zach Lowe saying that he was gonna vote him and then not voting him. We have Jamal Murray <laughs> calling him. <laughs>
2: What a funny group of three that Jamal Murray called out. You three need to respect us. What was the group, Rohan? It was Stephen A. Yep. It was Shaq. Yep. And it was Zach Lowe. Big three, baby. The big three. Somebody's <laughs> got to Photoshop him into some jerseys. Just probably
1: the smartest guy in terms of, like, basketball analysis yeah. on podcasts. and Just,
2: like, at ESPN, probably. Um, and more so, like... A, a random niche team fanatic. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, nobody at ESPN. Do they have a Nuggets guy? Probably not, or, or Nuggets uh, woman or reporter. I don't think so. I don't think they have a dedicated Nuggets person. Hopefully, they will soon. Nobody at ESPN or really any national place that isn't like specifically a Nuggets person is talking about the Denver Nuggets more than Zach Lowe. Like it's so funny that Zach Lowe catches that string. I guarantee. There is no show. They
1: just had a low post about the um, freaking Clippers Nuggets game seven,
2: specifically and he had an for article. He had the yeah. article just about it as well. That said, respect the Nuggets and Jamal Murray's like you like, guys better respect. You, you us. gotta respect me, Zach.
1: It's like what more does he want? What more does he want him to do?
2: <laughs> I I truly don't know. Um, of course, Stephen A. You know did like four hours on the Clippers collapse and nothing else today. Stephen A. Doesn't care. Who calls him out?
1: Stephen a, um, Stephen A is in it for the business. Like he he he's owned his character, so he's too deep. Yeah, he's way too deep. And it's, it's like for good Stephen for him. A. He he does a lot. He's yeah. a hard-working man. Really is. But, he's um, also like what? He's like the highest paid person at ESPN, right? By far.
2: I, yeah, I think so. I mean, it, he he earns it, man. He's on TV like every he five did seconds. The, the
1: Oscars post thing on ABC.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, like you know what's funny to me about Stephen A? What? Every time Stephen A. is allegedly on vacation, he ends up on ESPN, like, from wherever he is. I don't think Stephen A. has ever had a real vacation. Like dedicated. Every time, like, LeBron news breaks, like, Stephen A. is in, like, the Bahamas. So you just see, like, Stephen A. in a straw hat on Skype before, like, COVID and everyone was on Skype. And I just remember thinking, like, what's the point of your vacation? (laughs) Like, this is your job. You're not really on vacation, Stephen A., but that's... That's just how he's wired, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, gives us great meme content, so it's great.
2: It, he surely does that, but yeah, it's hilarious. Zach Lowe catching all these strays.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Do we what? What other Bucks news do we have?
2: Uh I don't know if we have anything else.
1: Hmm. I mean, we talked. We talked Chris. We talked CP. Chris and Chris. Hmm. Oh, I like that. I didn't yeah, even think that is, about that. I just that. got my pod title. I like that a lot. Okay, cool. Nice creative thinking. Um, <laughs> I mean that we talked, uh, you know, financial things. Yep. Is there anything else we got here?
2: Um, we don't hate the Bucks so we don't root against the Bucks. I got another one of these tweets today. I mean, Did do you? you ever do? Did you, you ever do anything but bash the Bucks? I I just someone tweeted that. (laughs) Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I just quote tweeted and go, "Yep, classic me, Mister. I hate the Bucks." And that's those tweets are fun because all of like the national folks who saw me tweeting egregiously pro Bucks things all year long until a week and a half ago, I got a lot of likes out of that from like you know Pacers folks, Nuggets, whoever else, Pete people, like LOL. Um, Can't believe I said LOL out loud. Welcome to eleventh grade. Tie again. Let's not get into that. Um, but no, I, I don't root against the Bucks. Are you kidding me? I would love the Bucks. I would love to be slaving away at pods every other day as the Bucks fight through the Eastern Conference Finals. I am very pro Bucks. But like, I'm I'm gonna call it like I see it every single time, and so is Rohan. Like that's just that's what we do here. We're not gonna sugarcoat things. We're gonna give the straight dope, and then. You know, we'll process the bad news together as we go. I mean, we're gonna cope and get through it. We're Bucks fans. We're used to this. But no, we're not rooting against the Milwaukee Bucks. That's outrageous. Yeah, we're just if it's if you have a problem necessarily
1: with us telling you what's happening, maybe what don't we shoot think is the happening. messenger. We could be wrong.
2: We could be wrong. That's fair. But I don't also don't think so, like, but we you, could be, yeah, just like maybe get upset at the team. Yes. Yes, that would help. You know, well, I mean
1: it wouldn't help, but Unless I the people t- tweeting at you are Bucks people. Who knows? Burners. Mm.
2: Mm. No got comment. A Elton
1: Brand situation on our hands. Elton Brand, <laughs> not Elton Brand, uh, Brian Colangelo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Find a new slant, Rohan. <laughs>
1: the oh what was it? J- uh, Jason Concepcion on desktop just doing the <laughs> the the, the, <laughs> the collar constantly getting bigger <laughs> is one of the greatest things that has graced the internet.
2: It that won an Emmy, didn't it? Yeah, the
1: uh, NBA desktop did, yeah.
2: That is just like the coolest. I I love Jason Concepcion. Former, uh, time out with Ty guest. Oh, I didn't he, know you had a mod. I did way back when. I when when Game of Thrones was still going, I broke every like the time out with Ty. Hardly an NBA podcast for anyone who listened way back. Then. Uh if you were one of the dozen, I'll forever appreciate you. Hey, but, I was
1: a guest on time, I would die.
2: Oh yeah. We had hundreds of guests, but like a dozen listeners. Um but I uh, he called in from like the ringer offices when they were like just opening. Ooh. Yeah, it was neat. Uh but we talked Game of Thrones when it was still going on and, and he corrected all my terrible takes. It was it was fun. Great I guy. Never got and into just Game of Thrones. The content that he makes. Exceptional. It's great. Do people still
1: care about Game of Thrones?
2: No, the, the the final season was literally so bad, it killed it for everyone.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Because I feel like I don't hear people talk about it anymore.
2: No, it's like, it's one of those where like, if it just ended okay, I think people would talk about it decently Ooh, maybe often. Maybe
1: like, oh, spin-off series and stuff, and it's like, nah, we don't want it anymore.
2: They talked about that, I think it got killed uh, at some point, just because like, people are aggressively like, don't even want to think about it anymore.
1: Oh, dang yeah
2: did you, were you not a watcher?
1: Nah never really if, got into it.
2: If you ever do just stop after whatever the second to last season is just like just let it end however you think it should end but don't That's a watch massive the last
1: time commitment I don't know if I can do that. That's fun. okay
2: well seeing as we
1: have ventured into Game of Thrones talk <laughs> here on the Eurostep, I think we might we might have to wrap up this episode here
2: that um, is our flashing red light that lets <laughs> us know.
1: that, you know, maybe we've gone a little too long. Somehow we've managed to get 40 minutes out of this. Uh, Well, if you did enjoy this episode of the Eurostep here on the Blue Wire Podcast Network, you know, leave a rating, subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Make sure you're telling all your friends and family about the show. You know what? We're going to keep bringing you this great content as the Bucks off season sort of kicks off. One thing that has been in reporting that we had, you know, we've discussed is that this is probably going to be a really busy off season for Milwaukee if they actually do things right. So there's going to be a lot of news that comes out, you know, trickles out. And you know what? We're going to have you covered that entire time. I get we are going to just bring you all of the great news, all of the great updates, all of this and uh, you know what? We're just we're going to keep pushing through it, even though we don't want to be in the offseason. We are anyway. So we're just going to do offseason things. Uh, but again, make sure you're checking out all of the content across the entire Blue Wire network. Uh, stay safe out there, everyone. And we will talk to you next time.
0: For the ones who get going when the going gets tough and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the Pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24 7 customer support, because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?